now when that's solid. Oh. Okay. So you can see how loud you are. Am I being loud enough? Yeah, good. The green light's good. <laughs> Maybe I'll make it a little bit higher. Is potentially the huge amount of traffic an issue? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't before. No. But we'll just put it closer to you, right? Because oh. you're quiet. You're a quiet person. I'm a quiet person. Mm. Is that true? Mm. So, mm. <laughs> Hello everybody, welcome to Wombat Radio. Today we're chatting with Sophie and we're in Brisbane. And tell me your, how to pronounce your last name. I've read it. Um, it's Barenser. Barenser. Yeah. Sophie Barenser. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to start by talking about what you're um, doing or thinking about when you dance. Specifically when I am dancing? Or no. Or no. <laughs> no, I don't think, I don't want to restrain you. You right. know, say sometimes restrictions are like the mother of invention. Stunning. <laughs> but sometimes not. Sometimes you need to open mm. Well, specifically when I am dancing, yes. I'm usually just trying to remember stuff. Okay. Or... Yeah, it's genuinely... I, like, I rarely listen to the music, which... Oh, no. <laughs> my collaborator, Georgia Pierce, will agree to. Yeah, right. I'm really on the music. Um, what makes you want to dance if it's not the music? Like, I like the music happening, but I'm not responding to it. <laughs> uh-huh. Or when I am, it's just me grooving. Like, it's rare that they link up, you know? Okay. So you groove, but not in time. No, if I'm grooving, I'm in time. But oh. if I'm, like, dancing in a technique class oh, kind like, of thing. You like, feel like for people yeah. to watch. For people to watch, okay. it's really in time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that's quite avant-garde. It's mm. quite contemporary. Mm. Uh, and then... No, I thought that question would take longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can keep going. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Because um, you make stuff as well. Yeah, I make stuff with... So, so, actually... Yeah. I'm in a... Well, me and two other friends have made a collective. Mm. So, way back, like a few months ago. <laughs> way back? back. Way back a few months ago. Potentially, like, three months ago. Yeah. It's a long time when yeah. you're 20. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, Duff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I feel like I'm doing 33 quite well. Like, I went indoor skydiving last week. I want to go indoor skydiving. I want to go regular skydiving. Okay. I think it's more expensive, though. It's and again, being 20, this is expensive. an issue. <laughs> mm. okay. um, oh. But you could wait until your... For me, my little brother shouted it for my 31st birthday. I'm about to turn 21. I should get someone to do this for me. Someone to shout you. Mm. Uh, this is a call out to Wombat Radio <laughs> listeners. If everyone wants to throw in for someone to go skydiving. Uh. I'll invoice, I'll invoice people for it. <laughs> Skydiving. You could hold a fundraiser party. Yeah. I'll start a GoFundMe. Mm. Maybe I'll apply for some grants and be like, I have to skydive for my art. <laughs> I have wondered about if I could do that for helicopter flying. Because uh, yeah. I've done a few lessons yeah. and then I just can't afford to do any more. Maybe I'll just, any further like grant applications I make, I'll just pick things like I want to do. Like, I want to go bungee jumping, therefore I'll make a work about bungee jumping, mm. you know? Hmm. Uh, anyone, if you're listening, who has great applications open? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but is that more for you about 
for me the personally, work yes. <laughs> representing mm. the experience of, or just so that your body that is the tool to make the work has, has felt that has felt that. True. This is what I love about art. It can be anything, really. It can just <laughs> justify mm-hmm. anything you mm-hmm. want to do. Um, you made a collective to make stuff, or just to be oh, friends? To or? go bungee jumping. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> to make stuff. Um, I'm the worst person for promoing this, oh. like because I end up talking about bungee jumping. Yeah. Um, but it's called Flamingo Mignon. That's the name of it. We have an Instagram. Are they both French words. Flamingo is not a French word. Okay. <laughs> flamingo is an animal. A but flamingo. the animal didn't name oh. itself. I see what you're getting. At. Yeah. And I know Mignon is a fr- Mignon. Mignon. Like when, when the yeah. <laughs> when you've got too much <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. So that was, um, so that was Georgia Pierce. So I should say who's in it, right? Yeah. yeah so it's me, yeah. Sophie Barrenter, yeah. Georgia Pierce, um, who was in my one of my closest friends, and she is. Should we train together at QUT? Yeah. And then another one of our close friends, Philippa Chapman, who has just returned from India, mm. doing Bollywood. Um, so we, the three of us, have a collective called Flamingo Mignon. And we'll be making works. We'll be um, holding classes that people want to come to if they want to do a technique class. I'm promoing. This is me now. I'm plugging it. Shamelessly plugging it. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> um, yeah, so the first work that we did was Georgia and I, and we made Girls Don't Poop for Anywhere Theatre Festival. Where is that on? When or where? Yeah. We presented at um, the New Farm Community Centre. Mm-hmm. So it's right next to New Farm Park. Mm-hmm. Like in a little garden. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. It was... Um, I was going to see if I can close that door. Mm. And then I want to hear about how you made it. Well, no, should I... <laughs> should I sit here in silence or should I just hijack the podcast? I'm not very good at hijacking podcasts. Okay. Oh, stunning. I'm concerned that we're now locked in here. <laughs> that we're now trapped in here. But There's another exit. Out the other side, where time zone is. Oh, what are time zones? Uh, well, young, young one. <laughs> a time zone is a place where people of your age could mm. go and play video games mm. for a, a dollar a time wow. before everyone had the games right. on their phones or on their computers. Or, How did you survive? Well, I lived on property when I grew up, so mm. I had quad bikes. And so I didn't so need video games. So you quad bike to a time zone? No, I just didn't oh. need video games. Because oh, okay. most video games are like a, a replication of what you probably shouldn't do IRL. Like right. Fruit Ninja. <laughs> I have done that IRL. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it's good? Oh, it's great. It's safe? It's not safe. Okay. No. So this is what I think arcade games are for, is mm. to give you the experience of like doing a drive-by shooting without <laughs> doing a drive-by shooting because it's not really good. need to feel that yeah mm. yeah no you're right you don't need to feel that mm. um so what's your process like what's your process show? like oh incredibly stressful yeah why 
Um, well, because Girls Don't Poop was our first show okay. ever. So you totally knew how to do it. And so we were totally it. prepared. Yeah. Um, no, we just had no idea what we were doing. Uh-huh. And yeah, that was like, it literally was so stressful that Georgia and I finished the show and didn't speak for a month and then came back and were like, hey. Stressful <laughs> between your relationship as well. Um, I think, yeah, I think okay. just in general. I think we were just had just so much stress with organizing it and then like between our like (laughs) professional relationship Mm. it was very it was quite a a stressful time yeah they say if you can come out the other end of a collaboration with friends yeah then it's a success oh yeah yeah we just needed like a month she went to malaysia as well so yeah she was being a ballet teacher which if anyone knows georgia pierce Mm. anyone that sounds like she's like some kind of hermit i just mean anyone listening to this (laughs) <laughs> hey, if anyone's heard of her, if anyone's seen her, there's a reward uh, for her capture. No, if anyone's met her, will know that her being a ballet teacher is like one of the funniest things okay. I can imagine. Not that she's not good at ballet, she just. <laughs> okay, well, so what happens she in really, the studio you know, between you two? Oh, between us. How do you make the show? How do we make a show? I wish I had a better like description of the process, other than just like going do you think this is funny yeah and then putting it in <laughs> cool but and then so the things that you came up with like you went in mm. and you warmed up while you put the music on and you okay. didn't dance so for the music what happens is usually when we are talking about a show we have like eight meetings beforehand okay where we're like we're gonna do stuff and then we sit and have coffee and talk about the show for 20 minutes yeah and then eat a lot of food and okay. then talk about the rest of our life okay um so like if we just focused on the task at hand we'd probably have finished the entire thing in like two hours but Mm. it takes like eight sessions usually okay um and then when we we, so we decide on like things we this is how we make girls open we're trying a different process this time we're still young you know we'll try out a few things (laughs) and do you know when you're not going to be young anymore like have you got an age i'm sure it's 22. Uh, no, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, just, kidding. just twisting the knife. Right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like 33. 33 <laughs> is about when you stop being young. Whatever. Pretty sure that's, that's when you finally work out what colours work good with your complexion. <laughs> that's what happened to me. Anyway. <laughs> when you have to work out what colours. <laughs> You're right, actually, because the youthful exuberance can't yeah, just carry yeah, you, you through anymore. You can't, yeah, no. Um, no, so, sorry, in all seriousness, <laughs> not one sentence I've said so far has been serious. Okay. Um, is that what it's like in the studio? Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> this is a really in-depth, like, view of what our studio time is like. Mm. Basically, basically, we just make a show that we think is funny, mm. and, like, whether other people think it's funny or not is not really important to us. Um, so we just come up with ideas that we think are hilarious mm-hmm. or that make us laugh. Like, the whole show, just being about Girls Don't Poop, made us giggle for like four months before we started to make it. (laughs) Well, it came from, we were like, well, this is the first time I heard about it. I don't know if Georgia, this was like mulling over in Georgia's brain. Mm. But we were talking to, um, like at Independence last year, we were talking to like Laura McNally and Nadia Milford about their show that they were making and they had a section in it called Vagina Siren. Mm-hmm. 
And I and George and I obviously thought like sirens like on an ambulance. Yeah, or that's what first came to my mind. Right, as well. but they like they meant mermaids. Like vocal training for vaginas. Yeah, yeah. We thought that someone was holding a siren like with oh, their vagina kind okay. of thing. So we thought that was hilarious, and then it like sort of very quickly descended into a conversation about poop and okay. girls not pooping. Yeah. And then we thought girls don't poop is a great show. Idea. Idea. Title. Great title, obviously. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then we just went with that. And then how does it get from hilarious ideas to dancing? From hilarious ideas to dancing. Mm. <laughs> like, why isn't it just a stand-up comedy routine? Oh, because George and I can't do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> So the reason it's dancing is because that's all we know how to do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I think, I mean, basically, well, okay, I should be serious about, like, I should say, like, because George and I do talk about stuff seriously sometimes. How does that go? Mm. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Oh, it's good. But it's like, I think because we know each other so well, there's like so much stuff that I, that you don't have to be like, I think we always know where, like, the other person's thinking. Mm. So then the serious conversation is still funny, mm. if that makes sense. Mm. I don't know if it did. <laughs> tell me about when you're serious. Mm. The process of being the serious. Process. And... Like serious is a very loose term here. <laughs> it sounds like all the terms are loose so far. <laughs> it's pretty much our entire collective. It's just very loosely okay. like, mm, we're gonna make some dancing. Okay. Yeah, so, um, Basically, Georgia and Pip and I want to make works that are like what we find with like contemporary dance mm. is that not a lot of people outside of dance know what it is. Because mm. the amount of times I'm like, I'm a contemporary dancer, like, what is that? And you're like, oh, sh- I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> um, Perhaps a lot of people inside it don't know what it is either. I think it's that too, mm. as well. But um, I think part of our thing is that we want our work to be like accessible and enjoyed by people who don't know what dance is mm. you know like I think a lot of people they go and see Queensland Ballet because they know what like they know what to expect like like people outside of dance are like this is a ballet company like I like I, I even if they don't have any dance knowledge they're like I know what ballet is like meant to be like it makes sense and they can go and like see some ballet and be like that's a thing because they know to be bored and they're comfortable <laughs> yeah. going and being they're bored. comfortable with that and then yeah. they're like that's what dancing is but then if you're like come and like like they don't see other shows i think because they just even if like they hear about them they're like i don't know what that is and they're like scared of it and yeah. you know so we just i think what we want to do is just make things funny and accessible and people like know what's happening mm. so a lot of the times I think you go and see contemporary dance you're like are they meant to be this thing are they what are they doing here mm. whereas if you can just see something and start laughing at it it's like a nice little step in and then mm. you can watch a show mm. there is rarely a lot of meaning to our shows other than just seeing something that's like what the fuck is happening <laughs> but it is dancing it is yeah so I'm curious like how you decide to 
you know, to do a backspin or to not do a backspin for a section oh, that you're making. Right. Um, a lot of the movement comes from personal jokes with us. Okay. So, um, <laughs> like, I think George and I, and I think we use a lot of physical movement and like <laughs> mm-hmm. physical material when we're talking to each other just normally ah. like so there's so many like little things that we've done this <laughs> for the people at home it's kind of a, a borrowing <laughs> motion like a, a bunny bar a bunny oh. bar with claw hands uh-huh. um and then we just sort of find, we think, wouldn't it be funny if we did ostrich right now? So ostrich is, I don't know if you've ever seen it, you potentially have. Georgia does it a lot. Ostrich is a move um, made by Georgia. You, it requires hyperextendable elbows. Oh. Um, but basically it's a high need run, mm. um, arms extended behind you at a 75 degree angle. No. But if like your spine is zero and then 90 is like, uh, uh. I don't know if that, but anyway, yes. for the people at home, please visualize. <laughs> uh, elbows extended, palms up, and then head pull back and bounce as you run. Bounce your hands oh, as like you run. Yeah. Palms to the palms ceiling to the as sky. well. Yeah. And then they, and I then see. Yeah. Let the rhythm of the run bounce your hands for you. So that's, that's ostrich. Genius. I have a video of her doing it okay. along the Great Wall of China. Um, <laughs> wow. um, I will include in, <laughs> in the show notes. In, in the show notes. <laughs> cool. So you know, it, it's stuff like that that's come from extreme exhaustion late at night. Thought this was funny. Gonna run like an ostrich, and then seven months later, let's put that now in this work kind of thing. Awesome. It's way, way longer than seven months. That's been like a quintessential Georgia move for years. Okay. Yeah. So you said that you're trying a different process with this one? Oh yeah, so the previous process we had was we'd sit and talk about it for hours and hours, decide everything we want in the show, mm. and then just make it and put it together. Mm-hmm. Like we'd set the parts of it, set like <clears throat> how long it was gonna be, what sections we had, what orders they were gonna be in, like, all this kind of stuff, go into the studio, make those bits, and then like have a show. So how do you make the bits? How do we make the bits? Or we like what's an example of a section that you know that needs to exist, and then how do you make it? Um, so one of the sections we had was called the Poop Duo. Okay. Mm. So That was for this show? This was for the Poop Show, okay. yeah. So that was a duo between Georgia and I going through, um, positions people and animals use while pooping Mm. so that was a section of the show um and so we went into the studio we like looked at different animals like how dogs poop and how like sloths poop and then different like how the sloths so (laughs) sloths poop by like hanging off the tree with their legs just hanging out i think so wow but they also sometimes mistake their own arm for a branch and fall off the tree. So, uh, it's a tough life being a sloth. So anyway. So that was like YouTube research. 
Yeah, a bit of YouTube, a bit of like real life watching her dog poop. Oh. Um, Taking notes. How'd the dog feel about that? How'd the dog feel about it? I think didn't notice really. Yeah, yeah. I think it was fine. Um, yeah, and then brainstorming different human pooping postures. Like You didn't follow people around? And no, 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 no. We just visualised. Okay. Um, but like people on their phone while they're in the bathroom or like mm. reading a newspaper or someone clenching, you know, someone's constipation or... Mm. So then we built the duo that way. Okay. By like going through all these things, picking what we found funny and then... Um, sort of organising that into a like, sequence. Two music? Yes, two music. And how did you find the music? So the two music part is always Georgia. <laughs> okay. Um, how did I find that? I can do it when I think about it. Yeah. But if I'm not thinking about it, it's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's how we made that. So this time around for whatever our next show is going to be, mm-hmm. We're deciding not to have all our ideas ready. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So there's a bit more freedom. Because okay. I think that was what we were lacking last time, is that we'd pretty much verbally made our show. Mm. And then we like had to put it together. But it meant that when we were in the studio, there was like some kind of roadblock happening. And we are like, what about this? Or like, because you're trying to think so narrowly, like restrictions are good but when you restrict it too hard mm. you're just like I have to find this like pinpoint thing mm. and then it just it like frustrates both of you and then you just want to go get a coffee instead so dude yeah there's like a Tesla car factory situation where the robot was putting a bolt through mm. and they had to have a human worker doing it because the robot wasn't precise enough yeah and they just changed the bolt from being the same uh width all the way along the belt to being tapered in oh, yeah. so that close enough was good enough and then just kind of force it the rest of the way <laughs> which I think is what you're saying can happen yeah. that yeah. if you leave it open enough then you can get something that doesn't actually fit but is actually better yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so we were trying to find the very specific bolt and like I think we found stuff that were I think we found it mm. or but it just was painstaking to get there Mm. so this time around we're going for um not having our show in our heads before we make it that's awesome yeah it's a really new approach are you working on something (laughs) is there something on the horizon we are we're working on something okay um that that you can't tell about it's confidential it is confidential Mm. (laughs) but what about just making it spicier than it is (laughs) It's a follow-up. It's a sequel. Girls do poop. It's yeah. actually um, a sequel to a show we made in uni. Oh. Which was called, Well, What Do You Expect? Well, What Do You Expect? <laughs> that was the name of the show. We love okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. We love a long title. <laughs> um, I think the show... Oh, maybe I shouldn't say what we're thinking the show should be called. It's up to you. <laughs> I can't lead you in this direction. I'm trying to imagine what Georgia and Pip would be like, whether they'd be going, say it, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so communication between you is kind of subtle and hard to hear sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, really subtle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about your own shows? 
or are you a collective Me personally. maker? I think I'm a collective maker. Okay. Yeah. And is that, mm, I find the reason that I like that is because I can go in so many ways and I mm. want someone that I can perform for in the studio yeah. that will respond in a way that helps me decide which way to go. Right, yeah. Is that similar or is that different for you? Um, I think it's more that the three of us can't brain a whole show, so we need to like have the other people there. Mm. Yeah. Maybe one day I'll be able to do it. <laughs> I guess you could also be the choreographer who's in the show and then there are dancers collaborating with you to be in the show as well. True. I've done that a few times. And the only difference is I think that you get to set the target, mm. but you still are asking everybody's help to get there. Right. Hmm. So what I did last year with a show called I Learned My Cultural Dance from YouTube. Also oh, love yeah. a long title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like the framing for the how people are going to see it, right? Mm. Um, and I wanted to think about how people could dance together if they don't know the same dance. Right, yeah. And But act like go all the way. Like someone who does Cossack dancing can go full out and still be safe and someone who just wants to like step touch and also mm. and they can do it together not in a like you do you way yeah and i just asked a bunch of people that had various dancing styles in their bodies to mm. come in and then help me with my unsolved mystery did you solve the mystery i we wrote a book oh nice we made a show <laughs> and all the show was was us stepping through the instructions in this book okay and the book is called danced together and cute. yeah so cute <laughs> uh, uh, so i don't know now i'm thinking i've moved on to thinking about um where there are communities that are multicultural mm. instead of it being like same again instead of you do you over there and I'll do like how do we share mm. it in a way that doesn't impoverish anybody but at the same way makes us feel more like we have a shared culture within our multiculturalism yes. yeah like I, I once I just like a year ago I stumbled upon a, like some kind of Mongolian festival mm. and it, there was maybe a hundred people there and there were the dudes in traditional dress and they were doing some kind of, I guess, traditional wrestling slash dance situation. And I thought, oh, I can't, this isn't for me. <laughs> I'm deeply interested and if I ever wanted to understand this cultural significance, I would have to try it. Right, yeah. But as it is set up at the moment, that's not mm. available. Mm. And so what it, how to deal with that in, practic in practicalities, like you can go and do like a reggae time class mm. or you can go and do like an African dance class, but then like you, you're not going to be, yeah, then do you go to like a reggae time club and then they're like weekend yeah. community jam or, yeah. I don't know. What's the process? Yeah. I was thinking about this the other day, there's so like in... Australia, we like don't have 
like people just don't go into the street and start dancing mm. you know it's but very messy slows traffic it's down slows <laughs> traffic but I, but like you see like videos of like other countries and like people are people know their like cultural dance like mm. they know their folk dance you know um in like Latin America they're you know out there sombering away and stuff like that and like like it's like it's it's not a like I think a lot of the culture around dance here is like you go to a studio and you learn how to dance and then like it's very like these people are dancers like you identify yourself as I am a dancer yeah. I'm like trained as a dancer and like that's my like that's my thing I like I'm a dancer but then you like in other countries like people are just like oh I'm a dancer and they're just like even though they're like really an accountant but like they're a dancer because they, they go out and they dance and stuff like that yeah you but know? I think we do the same with sport like yeah. I think there are people who are footballers yeah <laughs> yeah and there are people who watch them yeah and I I just had always assumed that that was because it were, made more money Mm. to have a lot of people paying to watch a few people than to act to have active participants and right, you can't yeah. fit 50,000 actual players in a studio yeah and if they sit still do the thing yeah the spectating do you think you'll make a solo? oh god <laughs> or do you think that when you're working that you're dealing with like a question or do you think most of the time it's about being with your mates in process <laughs> and then sharing what comes out of that um first of all I never even considered a solo mm. so thank you for putting that terrifying thought in my head <laughs> um uh. but I think well it's a strange mix. Like, I don't think our work is very meaningful in that it's, like, in a very, like, deep way. Like, you know, like, it's not like we're making some huge statement about, like... Well, I'm sensing a theme of not serious and not... <laughs> That's not to say it's not thought out. Okay, tell okay. me about this. You so should have considered. done this podcast with the three of us because that would have made more sense. <laughs> okay. This is like the whole solo work thing. This is what I imagine a solo work for me would be like, rambling. Anyway. That someone would be there to hear you or you'd be talking oh. to yourself? I mean, potentially I could do a solo in a room by myself and yeah. be very like meta about it or something like that. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, I, what was I, where was I up to? I think you were talking about like. Do you edit this podcast and make me sound nicer? Oh, if you want. <laughs> you potentially need to. <laughs> but don't you think that it's also useful for people to hear people thinking? I mean, you can really hear me thinking on this one. <laughs> I guess I... Let's come back to, like, what are you thinking about? Right like, now? Yeah. Overall, and like, what are the things that you still have questions about? Like, because dance this kind of dance exists within the world of art and mm. art making yeah and art often has some kind of unresolved and I wonder if, if there's anything you're unresolved about 
in dance or just my life in general? Both. I think they feed each other, don't they? That's potentially true, yeah. Um, things have unresolved that. Don't rush, it's not live. Jeez, thank God it's not live. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Imagine if it was live. <laughs> you just watch the like listener count dropping. <laughs> Increasing, because people can really... Uh, <laughs> associate. Right. They can relate to they can like... relate to you. <laughs> to my brain just going... <laughs> mm. Um... I think that's the thing. I think I struggle so... I'm so glad you invited me on this podcast. Thank you so much. But I struggle so much with putting thoughts into words. Mm. Which I didn't used to do. Like, when I was younger. <laughs> back, like, nine. Back, like, two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. How when was I, that? When I was nine. No. Um, I think... I, I think... Um, if I, like when you're in school and you get like taught stuff and you're like you have to learn these facts about biology mm. in that sense I'm like great maybe not biology because I hated biology that was what? a terrible example I loved biology it's really funny because my dad's a biologist oh, and right. I just suck what a boss so. yeah, no. I think Facebook said that we should be friends you and my dad yeah amazing <laughs> um, I think I loved biology because my teacher my, was a professor mm. And he used to, he would tell us stories about when he was putting himself through uni in the States and he lived above a morgue. Oh, wow. And his, uh, like to cover his rent, he would go out and collect people who had died. Wow. With the caretaker. Wow. Yeah. And so it was very hands-on biological lessons. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. 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 Fun story. <laughs> so it sounds like what you're saying, tell me if this is true or not, is that when every day you're dealing in words, then of course you're proficient with words. Yeah. And now your life and profession and activities and circles and focus is on physicalities. Yeah. And so in that, you're uh, like instantly able and present and fluent yeah um, but that comes at a cost yeah my brain doesn't work anymore that's what the cost is <laughs> uh-huh. the things I do for my art um, <laughs> just lose any capacity to speak yeah no I think that's exactly it thank you for clearing that up in my mind as well well you um, know there's benefits to being 33 <laughs> wisdom of the years <laughs> My brain works perfectly at being an asshole. Oh, why? uh, Just practice it a lot, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's it. I just, like, it was, I could feel it decreasing, my brain capacity. For (laughs) words. For words. Yeah. For words. Not for, like, choreographic sensitivity. No, exactly. Because the thing is, I can think all that stuff in my head. It's just getting it out clearly that there's some kind of disconnect between my mouth and my brain. Mm. Do you, if you're interested in people coming to dance... You have to be able to, like, sell it to them? Well, you mm. may have to speak their language. Mm. Yeah, no. And if their language right. is words, because they're stuck in the world of words... Yeah. It might be a responsibility... It might be, To your yeah. cause, mm. not to anybody else. 
yeah, potentially need to learn how to do words again. <laughs> I just, you know, a lot of people live in that world. <laughs> like everyone. I'm just suggesting it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah I'll look into it. Okay. Mm. Uh, do you know why? Do you know, like, what's your biggest hope? anyone listening the face Matt just gave me <laughs> like <laughs> in response to you I felt like I was mirroring you I was meeting you mm. Mm. my biggest hope uh. in dance sure do you like how I clarify every time that if this podcast is about dance or my life <laughs> well you, you think they're separate let's talk about both I don't find that in my life they're separate Okay. Because it's my body that I put in front of people. Maybe I should think about that more. No, Maybe no. that's where like my issues are. Do you have issues? Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to say some of them out loud? No. Because oh, no, it no. might. It's nice for other people to be like, oh, everyone's got issues, not just me. <laughs> I think if you could, I think just a blanket statement. Everyone yes. has issues. Okay. <laughs> it's not. You're not alone. But if you. Speak. Trust me. Trust me, I'm 20, I know. <laughs> I say that to the kids I, I teach all the time. Oh like, yeah. I'm 20. No, How I'm old are they? Like, 12. Oh. <laughs> so I'm so old. You've been alone twice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, is there an issue that you've had that you know that you've now worked through and you're on the other side of? Or there was something that was like... Um, oh, I never would tell anyone anything about what I'm thinking. <laughs> for obvious reasons <laughs> no um I'd never like tell people what was happening to me which is I think it's getting better mm. but yeah it, it, uh, I think it was like a, a, a thought of like oh no one's interested in what or not like why would people want to know mm. like what's happening in my life you mm. know what I mean like it's a very I feel like that's not an uncommon thought to have. Like, be like, why would anyone... Like, I'm always interested to hear what people... What's happening in other people's lives and never flipped it that they might want to know what's happening in my life. And now you're being podcasted. I know. Your thoughts and ideas. I know. This is very... This is a very big step for me. <laughs> well, that's yeah. a good one. I guess that relates to also making work and putting it out there yeah. as well. Yeah, getting the thoughts out of my brain. Yeah, mm. and then thinking that maybe they're of value for other people. True. Yeah, mm. that's true. Yeah, so I'm working through that one. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Is there anything else? Yeah, well, that's what I was <laughs> going to ask you as mm. well, because I am still interested to hear like, what you hope for. What do you feel I haven't talked about? Because mm. I sort of... That's also my question. Oh, okay. Well, so is there anything you want to talk about that you haven't <laughs> talked about yet? You're like, no, 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 I'm taking charge of this map. <laughs> what do you feel like I haven't talked... I feel like I haven't heard yet from you. Um, why dancing? 
why. Or what it can do, or what you hope that what you're doing mm. is doing to the world. Mm. Yeah. Why dancing? Um, well, when I started uni, I was like, I... You know, you like get to the point at the end of high school where you're like, I have to pick a, a thing. Like, yes. I have to pick a thing. Yes. And at the time, I was like, nothing else, not that nothing else interested me, but I was like, I feel like I'd be very, it'd be a lot for me to adjust to to have to lose dancing out of my life. Because in my head, I would have to like quit being at my dance studio and just like, start a whole new thing and I was like I don't want to leave the dancing part because I'm stupid and didn't realize you can just keep dancing and like you know you know what I mean yeah. in my head it was either or <laughs> so then I was like I'm gonna I'll like put dancing as an option for full time and then and then I did it so then I did that and um I loved dancing at uni like I loved moving for 40 hours a week mm -hmm. um but you know like when you're there because of like how exhausted you are you just get to this point of like i just want to sleep <laughs> and go home and give this up and not do it anymore because you're just like i just because you've had enough you're just yeah you've had so much <laughs> like a, a buffet looks yeah. incredible until you're full and yeah. then it's disgusting exactly and then um when uni finished I, like, over this past year, I've just, like, realised how much I, like, have to dance. Um, yeah, it's, like, it's kind of, it's one of those things that I think after uni, I think that's, like, another point where you make a decision, like, am I going to keep going with this or am I going to just, like, give it up? now and go do something else or like I know people put like timers on themselves if I'm not doing this in like six months that I'm giving up which I think is a super I mean I guess like if you're doing that you might not like there's probably something in your head being like I don't want to push m like for, for, for more than six months you know like I don't want to keep working for more like add something that I feel like is not what my five-year-old dream was, you know? Mm. So, like, I think, um, like, if I'm not in a company in a year, you know, it's, like, a very, like, naive attitude to have of being, like, if I've not, like, made it. It makes sense, though. It. Yeah. But it, the, the only thing that I didn't, I never did it that way because I didn't want, because I knew it was somebody else's choice. Right, yeah. Whether I was in a company. Yeah, right, yeah. And then I was like, well, it's not really up to them. Yeah. Whether I'm going to keep dancing. Yeah. It's up to me. It's up to me if I do it, yeah. So then there was like a... After uni, I was just like... It's not a choice for me to not do it. Mm. You know, like I... Um, yeah, I just sort of found that George and I would keep talking about stuff and... Um, I'm not mentioning Pip because she was in Mumbai and was doing a whole different thing. <laughs> but, yeah. like, George and I were there and we just kept talking about, like, this would be a great idea for this thing, let's keep doing this, let's go and, you know, oh, we can go and do this thing or, like, you know, stuff like that. And that's just... I... Yeah, I just... I 
don't know if I... It's never like in my head, oh, I'm gonna stop like thinking about that stuff. Because the thing is like, even if you stop dancing, I feel like you don't stop thinking about it. Like in some way you're like, oh, I, like, I don't know, for me, my like mind wonders because um, because at the end of the year I'm moving to Europe. I'll see you there. I'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's coming to hang out for a little bit. Um, I'm moving to Europe and I'm like, my mind wanders about stuff over there and like, and stuff here and like all this, like it, even on like a day I'm not dancing and stuff like that. It's mm. not like, I don't know. It's always there in my head. Okay, so the doing of it seems to be more pressing than what it will do. Yeah. 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 Or am I wrong about that? No, I think that's right. Mm. That makes sense. Mm. Yeah. I feel like I have like a vague, like a vague inkling of what dance can do mm. for people and stuff, but I also feel like I need to do it more to see more of what it can do, you know? Yeah. And is that inkling of what it can do come from what it does for you when you watch it? Um, or what yeah. people have told and you it does for Well, well do you know what? I never actually like think about what it does for me when I'm thinking about that kind of question. Like, like I just... Like if I love a show, then I'm like, oh, I think it's just because I'm a dancer and I love dancing and that's like why I'm in, like even if, like not if a show's, like not if I don't enjoy a show, but if I enjoy a show, I'm like, oh, it's because it's like feeding these parts of me that like, um, and parts of how I dance that I love and I like, you know, so that's why I think I, And what do you think when you don't like a show? Oh, when I don't like a show, it's because it's like, it's, it's usually because I'm like that was a boring show or like that is like parts of dance that I dislike and all that kind of stuff I'm like oh that's mm. just so like I don't know it's just so like dorky or whatever and stuff like that and, and that's something you never I'm never dorky Matt <laughs> no or just like I don't know uh, yeah there's like, like a few things that just sort of to me, I just like, I'm like, that's, oh. <laughs> you know. Do you know what you like? I know a lot of what I dislike. Right on. <laughs> it's halfway there, right? <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So, I, like, and I think, and I, I, and I don't know if it's actually, sometimes it's not even about, like, the dance, it's about, like, like sort of like attitudes around that kind of dance like you know of like super rich people paying to get really good seats to see a show that they actually don't know anything about and don't care about like you know like they're like oh I'm, I'm buying this ticket because I'm a wealthy person and I want people to see that I'm at, at this show you know like or um See, this is why I said that I was, like, not qualified to go on this show, because I hate when people 
are very young like me and think they know everything about dancing. <laughs> like, so, what, what don't you know yet? Oh, so much, man. <laughs> what do you know? I know how, like, I, I think I know how to dance in, like, a technical way. Okay. You know? Like, I know how to do all the steps. All of them. I know all of them. Oh, no, like, wow. <laughs> Every like single. Hair flares and head spins and Every shit. single step. I've been no. trying to get those for years. <laughs> Here you are. Doing, yeah, doing them all. No, I, but I mean, like, I, you know, like, base tech, like, I know, I feel like I know how to do a dance class, you know what I mean? Or... I know how to like behave in a theatre and like all this kind of stuff, but yeah, I don't know a lot about okay. it. I feel. Do you know what you want to know? Um, can I say everything? <laughs> Just pretty much everything. Um, yeah, as much as I can find out about it, you know. And what are you doing to find out those things? What am I doing to find out about it? Yeah. Um, Just making shows, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Seeing shows. I don't know. It's the thing that they say about uh, arts or performance or whatever, is that on the first day you do exactly what you're going to do yeah. 20 years later. But on the first day of some other jobs, like you're not even allowed to use the photocopier. Yeah. <laughs> but somehow on your first day being a dancer, like you're doing the job. You're doing the job, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So we covered everything? Yeah. Is there something I haven't asked you? Probably not. I don't know. <laughs> See, like, when I talk, this is part of the brain not working thing. Mm. The words come out and I have no recollection of what I've said. Um. Which is why I asked you, what have I not talked about? <laughs> ah, I see. Mm. Uh, I think you've spoken about what you've done and then what you think that that may be. And who it may be for and who you hope it's for. and What you know and what you realise you don't know. You're going to have to do so much editing. I'm sorry. <laughs> what do you want me to cut out? Oh, look. I don't know. <laughs> the amount of times I say, I don't know, probably you should cut out. Because oh. it makes me feel seem like I'm not qualified to be doing this. Well, you, you said know? that at the start. True. <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> began with that. Also, I'm not qualified to run a podcast. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Oh, God. Are you qualified to be a dancer? Uh, technically speaking, yes. Yeah, right. You I have a, a degree for it. <laughs> <laughs> and are you qualified to make work? I guess that comes under my degree. I'm going to... Mm. I'm sure some people out there definitely think I'm not qualified to <laughs> make a work. Mm. Someone walked out of our show. It was hilarious. <laughs> That's the like, mark of success. We had we had pre-show stuff happening, and this lady had like these two ladies had come in, and so part of the show was like I was at the front at the start wearing a headset selling tickets, um, and she'd come and bought tickets, and I don't know if she 
like meant to be there or if she like planned on coming to our show if she was walking past and saw something was happening she came in and we had so like George is doing this pre-show part and she's like running through bushes and hiding and stuff and I'm shining a flashlight on her and then and I only know that she left because some of my good friends were there and they were like this lady like walked out before the show had even started and then on our like Facebook event she like someone someone said that they'd been to the show and that they like enjoyed it whatever and then this lady comments thing like it wasn't what I expected and we're like if the show was called Girls Don't Poop like what did you expect like, I don't know how you could like, have an expectation like, what, what expectation do you come in with yeah, maybe there will be girls <laughs> there will potentially be girls may or may not be poop who knows well no you'd expect that there's not you would well alright would I you see. expect that there's not I wouldn't have any expectations except like a ticket that wasn't really expensive. Like, I wouldn't expect a $120 ticket. Oh, cool. Like, not an Came opera. To the wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> no, our tickets were made of toilet paper and had a number written on it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good one. Very yeah. comprehensive. Yeah. <laughs> Your seat number one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I had, like, a roll of toilet paper and I'd, like, rip them off and yeah. hand them to them. So did that mean you had to unroll and write all the numbers and then roll it back up? Or you wrote as you went? I think, I think I wrote as I that went. That makes more sense. Because I, I knew where the seats were and like, you know, mm-hmm. there was like three action, so most of it was standing room. Standing oh, room. Wow, room. sold out. Yeah, right? Yeah. So we had like, we had numbers on the floor and mm-hmm. you like stood on your number, but then there was like three actual seats because Georgia knew her grandparents were coming. So she's like, they want to sit. So then like at the shows and stuff, I was like, that, was, that, that seating was called the box. That was sitting in the box. Like a theatre, you know? Wow, you are yeah. qualified. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thanks, sir. You're welcome. <laughs> Nothing else? No, I'm